Hello, I'm Amy Hayes. I am your mindset, lifestyle, and business mentor. I'm here to empower you to look and feel your best and to rock your freaking life. Welcome to my podcast, Optimize, where we talk all things body goals, life goals, and business goals to help raise you up and inspire you into action. Let's dive in. I am so excited today. I bring on guest speaker, Amanda Renee. She is an intuitive, energetic healer. She's a body healer and she works a lot with body image and body dysmorphia. Today, we dive into many questions about what you see in the mirror, body dysmorphia, ways you can overcome that, your body image comparison. We talk a lot about self-love, self-respect, how to embrace your body. We also give you tangible tips on healing, part where we talk a lot about what specific ailments mean in your body. Amanda is so great with us and she helps us know why if you're holding on to on to weight what does that mean spiritually or if you're getting bloating what does that mean energetically as well so we dive into that you will learn so much on today's episode so get comfortable dive in because you are about to take yourself to the next level and i just cannot wait to share you with my listeners and my audience so thank you so much for, for being here i'm so excited you are so welcome. And I too am honored to be on your podcast as well. Your energy is just so bright. And um, as soon as I saw this invite, I intuitively felt like my guides and God was like, this is a great lady and a wonderful spiritual being. So I'm honored to be on your podcast as well. Oh, so great. So we're going to dive into so much stuff and I bet the conversation can run wild. And for the listeners, it's perfect. I've got a lot of ladies in my realm and in my world that really need to hear this stuff today. So we're going to be talking a lot about body image, body dysmorphia, eating disorders, which is a really passionate topic from my heart and recovery there. But what mm -hmm. I most love is the spiritual healing and the intuitive healing with our bodies and how it's so pivotal and so important for our healing journey. And of course, I've got a lot of health conscious ladies in the audience that, you know, are after weight loss and feeling and looking their best. And mm -hmm. I think it's really important to be connecting with, you know, connecting to your body and the spiritual side for their journeys to be long term, right? For that healing to happen. Exactly. It is true. Everything is at a spiritual root so if we don't go in and energetically shift and heal those wounds underneath then anything we try to do on our external won't be a long-term healed effect so yes spot on extremely spot on yeah so it's taken me years to actually connect to that myself I've been on my own spiritual journey for the last couple of years and I've been in the industry and working on myself for, you know, well over a decade, 15, 20 years. And just this last four or five years, I've really noticed for myself and for my clients that it's a pivotal piece of the puzzle, right? From my, I've got a, a group called The Body for Life. Um, it's a coaching transformation group. And, you know, we coach on nutrition, weight loss. We coach on mindset. It's massive to me. So these come straight from them, right? And, and there'll be mm -hmm. a few from me too. But 
have you got any advice on how to accept who you see in the mirror? Absolutely. So for this is a big one. And definitely my heart goes out to so many people feeling the the inner struggle with this work and not knowing where to even start with not liking what you see in the mirror. Yes, yes. So the question was how to, so how to begin loving who you see in the mirror. The start off with this is with energy. Energy is never created nor destroyed, right? So first we have to acknowledge the negative emotions that we're feeling around what we see in the mirror, which is the scary part and I get it, but um, our guides, our angels, they love us so much and they want us to face this obstacle because we wouldn't be going through this unless we were supposed to learn from it, okay? Life is about learning lessons, constantly learning. We're divine, we're ever evolving. So when we first face the negative emotions of what we see in the mirror by writing it out on paper, crying Mm -hmm. it out, letting it out, letting out how you um, feel about how you don't like what you see, that is the number one key point. Yeah, acknowledging. Acknowledging, exactly, acknowledging it, but then coming from a space of gratitude for this actually happening, because now you know how not to treat yourself, okay? So when we see a distorted image that we don't like, and we catch ourselves like being hard on ourselves, now we know how not to talk to ourselves, right? So when we see a distorted image, acknowledge it, get grateful. And then this is where the new energetic um, shifts are gonna occur, where we start instilling new beliefs in our system, okay? So we are more than our bodies. So by that, I mean, we're attributes. We're caring, we're loving, we're divine. We are passionate beings, okay? So I always tell my clients, I'm like, what is one way that you demonstrated how you were caring today? And they're like, Amanda, why are you having me do this? And I'm like, well, when you let go of those negative emotions, now you're making room for more positive emotions for you to see all the positive, amazing attributes that you have. You are more than your body. And um, once I get my clients to start seeing and adding a reason why they were caring today, how were they loving today? And literally it's just the small things. It can even be the small things like you were caring because you went to bed early last night. You were loving because you gave your, your father a hug today or, you know, and writing all these attributes down and then reading them back every single morning. And slowly over time, they begin loving who they see in the mirror, which is, it's, it's a very powerful um, energetic exercise that I do with my clients. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And like, it makes sense, right? We can't change our bodies or anything from a space of negativity and we need to be appreciating what we currently have and I love how you use just a small tweak for people because I know if they're in that space to begin with and we know that's just resistance right so that's going to hinder any process they're in that negative space it feels really hard and they can't believe themselves if they just go oh you're amazing you look so great your mind's going, I don't believe you here. So, and we need to be believing what we're saying. So I love that exactly. the little, the small little things feel possible 
for people and over time you can see how that's going to help them change their shift from a, a negative to a neutral to the positive space so that they can then be working on themselves with less resistance um, and believing it and that repetition so doing that every day and not just once or twice doing it every exactly. day and building that repetition you know psychology and and any habits that we have is is repetition right to create those new pathways and our inner beliefs and how simple you know one simple thing is what you know what did you do really well today and I think a lot of ladies out there are so tough on themselves and yeah make it feel so big but if they can celebrate and acknowledge a small thing that they have done well then you can see that's so much easier so I love that that piece of advice there is keeping it really small and simple Thank you. Thank you so much as well. Like literally it's about building those new neural pathways, as you said. Um, and that's where the energetic work comes in. We're literally suffocating the old neural pathway that's like being negative and we're feeding the new positive, bright neural pathway and we're making it stronger and stronger while this one, this negative one is shrinking and getting so small, you know, and because when we see a distorted image, it's, it's more than body body dysmorphia is more than just body dysmorphia it's a manifestation of the way we're speaking to ourselves on the inside yeah I think that's really pivotal for ladies to start acknowledging and working on and quantum leaps in that inner world right if they start and begin here rather than looking at the superficial you know nutrition training if they begin with these small changes their journey is going to be so much quicker right so that's awesome. Yeah. So another question one of my ladies has was how to enjoy the body that you have and not want the bodies you see on social media. So this topic, oh. oh my gosh. Oh my God. This one is, oh my gosh. Yes. It is definitely like, oh my gosh, my love, my heart goes out to so many women and men and men too. It's amongst yeah every, every gender, um, that are going through this because, oh my gosh, I have so, I channeled so much even before this podcast about this card. So I'm going to look down at my notes for some of it because it's just so, um, so firstly, I'll talk about the social media part. Mm -hmm. So what we see on social media is a lot of so much editing happens on social media. What we see really isn't what the human body is supposed to look like or even what the human body looks like for real. We have women and men too, you know, posed in really contorted, uncomfortable positions taken at such intricate angles and then our children are seeing these poses and they're seeing these photoshopped photos of these people that it's not even real and then we have body happening worldwide because of this false perception of reality and um, energetically when people see it it's building these toxic pathways of something that they think that they're supposed to look like and and in reality it's it might my heart just goes out to so many people dealing with this and um another thing so just knowing that is something so powerful and it's what's helped me stop comparing myself to people on social media and I'm starting to like vet my photo not my photos my um people I follow because I yes I intuitively go in and I see okay 
or have they edited this and have, is it not real? And now I'm I'm able to tap in and see that this is not healthy for me to follow. I'm going to unfollow it. I now choosing to follow the real, the real, um, you know, real authentic accounts that. Yes, exactly. That is a huge step following authentic accounts and just really um, putting yourself first because it's important to treat ourselves as if you are taking care of your inner child. Because how would you treat like your your child? Picture yourself as your child. You wouldn't expose your child to false perceptions that could hurt yourself down the road. So definitely um, just vetting your everything that you're looking at um, is definitely going to help with comparing to others on social media. And uh, also, when a lot of people post on social media, there's literally thought processes that are infused into different posts to make you buy the product, mm. which is, up, you know, it's a dangling like, carrot. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Like, um, let's say someone's trying to, to sell some sort of diet that they think works so well. And um, they'll post, they'll make a post about it. And, you know, it'll show someone at a really intricate angle and everything. But aside from the editing that happens in the photo to sell their diet, um, even they'll infuse thought processes in there. They'll set intentions into that mm-hmm. photo to make people uncomfortable with the way they feel now in order to hypnotize you to buy their product, which is messed up. So messed up. There's companies like that. So that's another thing to uh, help, help our not comparing because there's a lot of that going on, you know, with businesses yeah. and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're mm-hmm. so right and I think that's so pivotal for people to just acknowledge that social media is social media and it's the sooner you realize it's not you know it's not what it seems and a photo can be so different you know like even us when we meet someone I remember meeting someone from social media there um and I was like oh you're so much shorter you know even <laughs> that kind of you know yeah. so you just yeah. don't know and I think that what you said is really important about just knowing that things get changed in a photo or especially if they're a coach or selling something that there is intention behind the the post and the picture and another really good um I learned a, a long time ago was that if you and I get my clients as well to do a bit of a social media detox and if they're getting a comparison feeling to delete that person or you know to and we're all just individuals and it's a, yeah. it's a trigger in a way, isn't it? To see someone and go, oh, I want, you know, that body, but I don't have that. And so there is a mirror. I'm not sure of the actual technical terms, but we have, uh, in psychology, um, I love psychology as well. So we have, yes, where we, if we surround ourselves with women, more our body shape and more our body size, we become comfortable and accept ourselves a hell of a lot more. But if mm-hmm. we are looking at, fitness models who you know that's their job and they've got abs and they're lean and we're not like that that's where our dysmorphic thoughts come in and that's where the comparison comes in because we're not like that and so if you start actually following people more your shape and size you will have more self-acceptance Uh, And that was a really big um, tool that I learned a long time ago. But I definitely agree with going through your social media and not putting yourself in that position, getting rid of it. 
Exactly, exactly. And I love what you said about surrounding yourself with more body types that are real and more body types that are to show uh, like your your mind that you are a miracle and that you aren't the only person with your body type. There's like literally, I feel like there's only like one or two body types that are really shown amongst social media, which like we're all a fingerprint and we are so unique. And that brings me to the next part of what I'm going to say about how to embrace your body and not compare. Like um, your method of um, surrounding your clients with people who are like them, it is so brilliant, so brilliant, Amy, because literally before we were born, so I, I had channeled this, before we were born, literally we had to sit down with God, you know, our spirits are all chilling up there, you know, we had to sit down with him and we literally spoke about what we are going to look like when we are on this earth. And it was for a reason. Our soul. Yes. Yes. To learn a lesson. Yes. And to fulfill our grand purpose because all of us each have an incredible divine purpose. I know there's so many people on this earth. Some of my clients are like, how is my purpose so unique? If there's so many people, well, you're divine. God is immense, like literally he is, has been able to intricately have a meeting with each and every one of us to make this incredible soul contract to be in the human body that you are in, in this lifetime. And, um, not a single part of you about you is a mistake at all from your hair color to your nationality, to your eye color, to your little pinky on your right hand, like it is all meant for a destined purpose. So nothing is ever a mistake. So definitely that is something that can help a lot of us um, women and men out there um, stop comparing because uh, think of it this way. Why compare when your body is your unique divine space suit on this earth? Like your soul chose it. And your soul is this ever evolving, like incredible energetic essence that is even hard to put into words. So that'll help, I think. I love that so much. And I totally, you know, we are, like I have heard this before about, you know, we we learn things as a soul before we move into, you know, our next creation. And so every time we are here, we're learning something new and and it is lessons. So I love that. I love that thought. And it's another permission slip for you to accept who you are and that you get to create who you are as well. You do. And that's what's so fun. That's what's so fun. You get to watch your so higher self. Yeah. Higher you, you know, but higher self is the part of us that's always watching over us and who is constantly um, erupting out of us as um, our time goes on on this earth. And it is, um, some people might call it, um, what's the word for it? Um, Like an awakening or um, enlightenment. Some people call it that, but it's the essence of where you can fully embody your higher self. And that's where creating yourself comes in because you're like, well, like when you, now I offer um, meditations to see your higher self and things like that. I channel it for everyone personally. And yeah, and time and time again, when my clients see what their higher self looks like, I see an explosion of um, customization of who they are and just an amazing, immense like transformation of like, 
wow, like they saw what their higher self looks like. So they, they are down to customize her. And it, it's very, very uh, just mind blowing what happens when we know. Like, yeah, you know, I had this experience with a breathwork workshop I went to and oh, it was, it's mind blowing when you are taken there and you see, you're like, is that my imagination? What is going on here? It's a, it's an amazing experience. Yeah, absolutely. Oh so I love that. And I think it's really important. And, and again, it's another self-acceptance step in the process. And just to know you are you and no one else is that person. And you can't be anybody else. You can't be in anybody else's body. So exactly. it's nearly such a pointless thing, isn't it, to compare? And like, I understand where people are coming from with that. And it's something just to learn, acknowledge and and work on, like everything else we, you know, we need to be doing. So thank you for that. That's awesome. So the next question was, have you got any tips? And I love this one on self-love. Oh, how not to compare. We kind of talked about that. But let's say maybe the self-love avenue on it. I know for me coming from eating disorders, I used to be an athlete as well. I've also lost 30 kilo a few times. And so it's been like this roller coaster life. And I used to think, well, what is self-love? And so I actually love to refer to it as self-respect as well as self-love. And like you said before, with I've got a 17-year-old daughter and a five-year-old daughter. I am so passionate about showing them how not to compare, how to love and respect themselves so that they can be a well-rounded adult and save them from 30 years of yo-yo dieting and comparing. <laughs> so I'm really passionate about self-respect and self-love and coming from that space. So what tips have you got on learning to love and respect yourself? Of course. Oh my gosh. Well, this is another loaded question, Amy. So self-love and self-respect. So now, once again, we go through things in life to learn from it. And um, with my story, I, uh, my journey is self-love and self-respect. So when, from an intuitive standpoint, throughout life, so first I'm going to go through an intuitive standpoint, and then I'm going to go through an energetic healing standpoint. Okay. So intuitive, yeah, or spirit, with my story, I went through a time when, you know, I just really wanted to be an actress and um, so much respect to actresses out there and everything. But um, during that time, I, um, I was in a relationship at the time that it, it didn't feel so healthy. And I was wondering, I was like, why is he treating me the way I don't want him to be treating him, the way that I don't want to be treated? And, you know, I, I had some rough patches with my, my, my family at the time too. And I was like, what's going on? You know, and what, is interesting is that everything around us between how people treat us to the experiences that are happening outside of us is a direct reflection of what's going on inside. Yes. So it's incredible, right? And um, I would go to work. Sometimes my boss would like yell at me and I'd be like, why is he yelling at me? Like I'm a good person. And yes, we are good people, but higher self and our souls and God love us so much that they, they don't want us to just not learn anything in life. They want us to learn how to respect and love ourselves. So as I learned that everything is a reflection, it was like a whirlwind. I was like, whoa. So people are talking to me rudely because I don't talk to myself with love. So then I immediately, yeah, I immediately took a step back and I was like, wow, I need to talk to myself with more love to shift my environment. Because 
we are in so much control. We have more control than we think of our environment. And because our environment is a reflection. So if we make the internal shift, our environment will change. Right. So a big thing with um, self-love is, is I learned that I needed to speak to myself with more respect first. I, I would catch myself every time I'd be like, oh, man, no, I'd do that. You know, I'd be like, wait, no, I mean, Amanda, that's okay that you did that. Like, it's okay. We made mistakes. You know, I started talking to myself like I'm my own child, you know, and um, after that, then I started looking at um, the experiences in my life with, um, let's see, let's see, with uh, the way my old relationship was, um, like he didn't put me first. And I thought to myself, where in my life don't I put myself first? So then I started putting myself first more. And then in that relationship, he started putting me first more. And I was like, wow, this is powerful work, right? And uh, so definitely something to help with raising our kids, with helping your daughter. Um, and I'll talk about habits for self-love, yeah. but also, yeah, also teaching her that throughout life, like you're going to do your best mama. You are going to do your very best, my love, but she's going to go through experiences in life that she's going to have to learn herself. So the best thing you can do is say life is going to teach you what's going on inside. Okay. Yes. So I think some people get that reflection wrong. You know, they think, oh, well, if it's a reflection of what I'm doing, but I'm not treating that person like that, but it's not, it's not how you're treating someone else. It's not that kind of reflection. It is on what you need on the inside and what's happening in here. So I love yeah. that you were touching on this because a lot of people get confused about that, um, that whole analogy and that whole, you know, that side of things is that the reflection isn't, you're not treating that person like that and they're treating like it's not that kind of reflection it's like what you said well I'm not putting myself first or I might be allowing something that I actually don't want to so my higher self is not feeling aligned right now and I need to get back into alignment for my environment yeah. around me to not be falling down and I've had this myself the last two weeks felt really wobbly my car broke down my internet wouldn't work some things like that was happening and I had to go whoa you know, yes. I missed appointments, someone else missed an appointment. And I was like, what's going on? Because this never happened, you know, anymore. It doesn't really used to happen a lot. But mm -hmm. and I sat back and went, what am I not doing? And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing my um, taking the time for my training. I ended up booking clients and when I was meant to train and I wasn't doing that self-care and putting me first. And when you do reground, reset, get back into alignment, then your environment mm -hmm. definitely does clear up. And so I love that reflection. It's I think that's a great topic to talk about because a lot of people get that wrong. And when one thing starts wobbling, a lot starts to wobble. It's amazing. It's like a domino effect, my love. Yeah. It is incredible and when you said about your car breaking down all these things happening oh my gosh that gave me that gave me chills because it's all of that too and I am so excited to talk about that because um it's more than our relationships um if our relationships trigger us it's about an internal shift we have to change but also yeah. about the outer experiences yeah. especially Call, like everything means something um, spiritually. And that's what I go into with my clients. I'm like, higher self is telling you this because this is what this means. So for example, like with cars, especially cars, they symbolize, um, let me just channel this so it's perfect. So cars symbolize 
our our spacesuit on this earth almost. It's almost like our body, you know, drive through, right? The experience of life. So if something happens in our car, it symbolizes something. So last week I actually popped my tire. And so my tires are now off balance. (laughs) So I was like, God, what are you telling me? So I sat, I meditated, I channeled, I I asked, I was like, God, what is going on? And I, I was getting balance. Okay. Balance, balance. And then, oh my gosh, I'm off balance in my life. Where is it? And I intuitively went in and pinpointed it and it's sleep. I needed more sleep. People say, why is this happening to me? And, and you know, like, and to know, like, it's awesome that you can channel that and know what, what it means. Exactly. And uh, I'm so grateful that um, people are looking into their intuitive um, abilities now because uh, it's something that's always existed, but there's definitely more people coming out of the intuitive closet, I like to say, yeah. and getting uh, into their gifts that they knew that they always had. And um, yes, definitely, most definitely, people are more than welcome to come to me and ask, you know, and I, yeah. I can channel. And it's part of the services I offer as well. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, when I see clients, I begin to teach them how to do it themselves so they can be self-sufficient. Yeah. Um, so that they go in and, and intuitively test. Because God gave us all intuition so that we can communicate with him. You know, it's uh, what keeps us connected to source. You know, it yeah. keeps us connected. It's yeah, very... And I, I love that. And I use it a lot. And I, I simplify, it, of course, for my clients. And it's just like, we know what feels good. And we know what doesn't feel good. And you've got a choice to stay with what doesn't feel good or choose the better feeling thought, the better feeling action, or the better feeling thing. And yeah. starting with connecting there and trusting your gut, like your gut, you know, you know what feels good and what doesn't, what's creating resistance yeah. and what's not. So I think there's a real great starting point for those just early on and the journey you to start connecting to self-mastery right knowing your thoughts acknowledging them shifting them on when you need to because they're going to drop in um the feelings the comparison the body the small like all of those negative thoughts drop in but it's acknowledging like you said before and shifting them on and starting there right that's a really great like a, a tip that everyone could take on is starting there and then working on the shifts and the changes Exactly, exactly. And yes, those thoughts, they're always going like, even as a healed person, thoughts will come up like that. And it's about having your toolbox Mm -hmm. for how to to heal and how to not go down the rabbit hole and um, feed the 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 dark wolf, you know, there's a good wolf and a bad wolf, and you got to feed that good wolf, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I like to describe it. And, uh, Wow. Yeah, that is, that is deep about how even as a healed person, it will come up and what to do when it comes up is it is a very loaded question. And if, if I just said the whole thing, it would take five hours probably yeah. But in a nutshell. So the other day I, I um, looked in the mirror and I felt like I had body dysmorphia, but then I took a step back. Whenever I see it, I take a step back. I don't look. And I think to myself, first of all, values, number one, go back to your values. How would you treat your um, inner child? How would you treat um, your daughter or your son? Would you say, um, yeah, you look terrible? Or would you say, no, you are beautiful. Stop being hard on yourself. Give yourself credit because you are freaking amazing. You know, I mean, maybe you wouldn't say freaking your daughter. (laughs) I would. (laughs) 
<laughs> but um, coming from a space of values first, yes. think to yourself, yeah, it's like, would I talk to someone else like this? No, like, and you should always speak to yourself in the best manner, you know? So first take a step back to the mirror. And then what I do is I do the higher self meditation. I don't sit there and meditate right away. Yes. I've had to do that before. And I help my clients with it, but I'll close my eyes and I'll envision what my higher self looks like. She's bright. She is strong. She's a warrior. She, she is just ready, fiery, you know, and by going back to that, I'll look in the mirror. And if I see a distorted image again, I don't look in the mirror again for another week. You know, just meditate on my higher self. Let myself enjoy the essence of life. I tell all my clients, enjoy the essence of life as well while you're taking that rest from the mirror because it gets you out of your head, you know, because if we're in our head, that's where the rabbit hole can be dug, you know? So definitely when those thoughts come up, um, getting out of your head, meditating on what your higher self looks like. And also thinking of, I channeled this when, when we feel like we see a distorted image, a lot of the time it's when we feel out of control. So yeah, and even as a healed person, it's completely natural for um, body dysmorphia to pop up every now and again, but it's about knowing the tools on how to conquer it and tackle it and knowing that you are beyond your body. You are a divine human being um, that, or your divine spirit that is ever evolving. So yeah, definitely that's super, super helpful. And oh, yes. the whole thing. So when we feel like we're out of control, that's where body dysmorphia can get very, um, it can rear its ugly head, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So what I like to do is if I see a distorted image, um, I think to myself, it's just myself trying to control the way I look because I feel out of control in my life. So then I go in and then I say to myself, I am in complete control. I am in control. And then I think of a small aspect, a lot of small aspects where I'm in control. I'm in control of how much sleep that I get. I'm in control of my creativity and my business. I'm in control of the people who I let into my life, you know, and then you go down the list and it is incredible, Amy, the amazing shifts that happen with my clients when we talk about control and how you actually are in beautiful control and you don't need to control the way your body looks to be in control. Yes, I love this because a lot of the body dysmorphia and, and disordered behaviors come from some kind of something's been said to you or you're controlling your body because of a trauma or so when we're in the mirror and we don't like what we when we're in the mirror our clients don't like what they see for a wee moment so they're stepping away from the mirror they're reconnecting with themselves they are thinking about ways that they are in control they are control of the food they eat they are control of the things they are doing and connecting with a few more positive um, mindset and because isn't it funny we know we're in the same body we were in yesterday, but we, we feel so different, you know, different segments of your day. You can feel great in the morning and not in the afternoon, or you might have an outfit on that you feel really good and then an outfit on that you don't, but it's five minutes apart and your body's not changed, but those thoughts still pop in that you don't look good in the mirror. So, I, And some people, like this has happened to me because I used to be an athlete and I had terrible eating disorders when I was an athlete. 
and I was a lot smaller and leaner and then now I'm just comfortable in my body and I feel good but sometimes I feel like I'm lean leaner and smaller and I look in the mirror and go oh I'm not that small <laughs> it can go either way you can feel bigger or smaller and this can depend on the food you've eaten or the fight you've had or the clothes you're wearing yeah. So those, those tips are awesome. Thank you so much. Now the body, the feeling like it looks different, even like in a five minute interval or like a day interval, that is so natural. It happens. Um, and something that is so helpful for that is reassuring yourself that like going from a fact, so we go from values to how we treat ourselves to the fact that scientifically, you know, as we both do personal training, um, scientifically, the body isn't able to change like that, you know, like, remember the good image that you saw of yourself yesterday or five minutes ago, and keep that in your mind. And if you see a distorted one, immediately look away and just be like, no, I look exactly like the beautiful, sexy yeah. goddess that I today or five minutes ago yeah, you know so you just mind you said um stepping away from the mirror and imagine your higher self who do you want and that wasn't aesthetics that was a feeling I'm confident I'm fierce I'm strong it wasn't I'm a size 10 I weigh 60 kilo and I have a six pack it was actually <laughs> about how you want to feel who are you and so I really loved that tip too and it is all about the mind and where your thoughts are going Exactly. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. I, as you said it, it, it's true. And oh, wow. The channel I'm getting right now is, is that when you said that it brought me to something that they want me to say on here, which is oh, people have experienced a lot of near death experiences. It's happened. It's happened to a lot of people. And when it happens, it's all about this. They don't feel um, their body, you know, they're experiencing they're experiencing just sheer emotions mm. and freedom of like and when people talk about near-death experiences they're not talking about what they feel like they look like or anything they're just their spirits and how their spirit feels so free and effervescent and bright and that is exactly what happens when people see their higher selves like yes they do see an image but they feel these emotions life is about experiencing life is about experiencing and when you said how um i mentioned how i feel like my hair is fierce and bright and everything that brought me to them reminding me amanda talk about the experience of life and how just incredible it is and that is what matters is the experience of life like in reality um something that can help a lot of people um, not obsess about the way they look um is that people will remember you for your aura your essence, your energy, the experience you bring, the light you shine, how you make other people feel. It's not about like, if you go to a, I mean, I, I hate to bring up a funeral service, but if you go to someone's funeral service, they're not thinking about, oh, that how person, she looked. right? She had abs. Oh, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, it's true, but we are, we are who we are as a person and we are more than our bodies. And I think people deserve to look and feel good, like feel good. And that Definitely. might mean to them they look good, but you're looking good is, is a feeling. 
So it comes from how you feel about you. So these little shifts are going to help people in all of these areas when it comes to body image is, is the, those little shifts on anchoring into what does feel good. Exactly. And looking in the mirror and seeing that disordered picture of themselves doesn't feel good. So take that away and go and work on and focus on what is feeling good, what you can control, the things you can change. This is self-mastery to me. This is mastering yourself because it will go in all areas of your life, not just body image, you know, not just itself <laughs> as once you can acknowledge it's it's self-mastery, isn't it? It is such self-mastery. It is. And and um self-mastery of of the spirit and the mind. Yes. Yes. And a lot of people um, who don't understand the work that we do, it's, it's never take it personal. I just want to tell everyone out there because just because people don't understand energetic work and shifting from with it's, it's, you're triggering them because you're supposed to be teaching them a lesson. You're a big reflection for them. So literally, um, I think we mentioned before about talking about what it's like for clients to um, uh, be around their families. And if they say things that, yeah. And uh, what I have to say about that is you're meant to trigger them and Mm -hmm. they're meant to learn, you know, and the best thing I can say about um, people who don't understand spiritual work and shifting from within is to lead by example, just be like, I show how good that you feel doing energetic work. And just lead by example. That is the best you can do for yes. people that don't. End. And that's boundaries as well, as well. So this was a great question from a client that was posed, right? She has had some mindset shifts. And a year ago, it would have been a kilo shift she was chasing. And she's so excited about these mindset shifts. And it's the relationship with their body. It's the body image. It's looking at health and wellness from a mindset mm-hmm. and intuitive point of view. And she's wanting to celebrate that. And she has been disheartened by the response of her family. And we have this, right? We are in a home. We have husbands, children, mothers, friends that feel like when we're celebrating something they don't understand, that, that our, well, my client was getting lost for words. How do I approach them? Because I want to share my journey, but they're not celebrating me because it's not an aesthetic change and she was kind of um and this happens a lot right other people can sabotage you or say things that will upset you because they don't understand where you're coming from and they don't have to that's their journey you know we're in our journey so I think it's a boundary and just also sharing it with people that maybe do understand and putting yourself in an environment with others that you can talk about this stuff with openly and Mm -hmm. and because if you don't you lose it and you go back to how you were you go back to the ones that surround you and and it is who you surround yourself with as well right with these journeys and being able to Mm -hmm. you know jump into spending time with people like you and I or in a group where you can be celebrated for these shifts and you can grow and you can change internally Mm -hmm. with full acceptance and no judgment and and share what you can with others. But like you said, lead by example and stick to your guns and your ground, have your boundaries, you know. And I think it is tough for some people wanting to share something with their mum, say, and their mum's negative and it, it just hurts their heart. Absolutely. And 
heart goes out to people who who are struggling with this because I I too have struggled with this kind of thing and um, especially with some people going through their eating disorder and maybe um, gaining weight at first in recovery or yes or maybe going on a fitness journey and maybe gaining weight at first or even maybe the opposite doing things like shifts, having shifts happen in their body that maybe other people don't approve, approve of, I put in quotes, (laughs) around them, you know, and helping them to see and not take it personally and how to keep those boundaries. I love what you said about boundaries. Um, Yes, because um, in essence, I I did channel this yesterday. I was thinking about this one and um, let me just pull it out here because it is very, very important. So it's about, have you ever heard the saying, don't throw pearls before swine? I think um, it's like a scripture or something like that, but yeah, don't throw pearls before swine or don't throw pearls before dogs. So what that means spiritually is if you know someone isn't going to honor the value of something that you're doing or they're not going to understand, just don't just keep it to yourself, you know? Yeah. You know, and it's where boundaries come in and you surround yourself with more people who understand the energetic, the energetic work, surround yourself with people who are body positive, who love the process, who aren't going to be like, you didn't change it or what's going yeah. on, you know? Yeah. And but when you lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, true fitness goals happen over a slow, gradual period of time. You know, some people um, who don't understand it, they're just, they're just raised differently. They're doing their best with what they know. Yeah, where they're at, right? So, and this is proof in the pudding, where they're at is just not a place you're at. And you may have been there a year ago and you've evolved. So, you know, and another, I think, response here to let people know is, it's okay if someone else has a different opinion. You just don't have to engage in trying to convince them. You don't have to engage in giving an argument because it's something else that comes up is, you know, like I have people, um, some clients that maybe aren't drinking and their friends are saying, well, why aren't you drinking? Or they're they're looking after their nutrition and their friends are saying, oh, you're on another diet. And they don't want to engage in the conversation. And guess what? You don't have to engage. Mm If someone says something negative to you, go, okay, and end it there, or that's fine, and not engage in the conversation. You know where your heart's at. They're okay where they're at. You can't convince someone otherwise. Um, And just be really mindful about what you're sharing, who with, and what your response is, rather than sharing it with people that, you know, will, will be positive for them. Exactly. And the more that we do surround ourselves with people who are supportive, it's that internal shift is showing, you know, when we finally don't have the energy for judgment, like judgmental people, um, surround ourselves with positive people. It shows that we're no longer judging ourselves too. Yeah. Big direction and Yes. And, and what you said uh, just previously right there, that, that was very good too, about um, not engaging mm. in um, the negative self-talk, I like to say, yeah. um, or making, uh, feeding the fire, you know, yes. so, energetically to spiritually protect 
yourself from um, feeling like someone's throwing their, their anger at you or their fear at you. Picture literally a mirror in front of you, set the intention, ask God, ask your guides and your angels to put an energetic mirror in front of you that will bounce off all of their negativity. And literally it'll bounce right off and it helps um, not engaging in what they're saying to be easier as well. I, I wrote that in all caps right here. Cause I was like, this is going to help so many people. <laughs> I've had to yeah, with uh, being, becoming a healer and stuff like that. I've had to use this mirror, you know, because like, there's, there's going to be judges out there. So <laughs> I love, I did a boundaries workshop with another um, amazing lady and she said a similar thing. I love the mirror analogy. And she did say putting, um, like when she goes to the mall or you don't want to accept that negative energy is putting a bubble or um, I love the mirror so that you are not absorbing the energy and you can imagine, <laughs> literally imagine reflecting it back. Exactly. That energetic shield. Like, gosh, yes. I, yeah. I do that with my clients energetic shield it's, it's huge I, I do it every 24 hours <laughs> oh wow it's so good and it's all stuff to learn right one so what tips have you got around daily routines and embracing who we are yes oh my gosh that is a good one I definitely am a big 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 believer in routines and how the mind like literally the routines that we do integrate into our mind body and spirit so what I do is now what's going to help first with this what I'm going to say is we're all energy we're all energetic beings everything's energy around us your energy I'm energy you know and um we all vibrate at different frequencies ex different experiences vibrate at different frequencies like the experience of um going for a run and then feeling that runner's high that's a very high vibe experience being by the ocean is a very high vibe experience yes yes it's so wonderful right and being scared low vibe you know it's a low vibe um let's see gratitude is the one of the most highest vibe vibrations and the higher in vibration we are the closer we are to our higher self and god and, and our cool god. and all the goodness I'm obsessed exactly. with Abraham Hicks and the vortex and you know <laughs> yes. all, like all of that yes <laughs> that is work I do yes amen amen yeah but uh oh yes oh my god I could go down a total rabbit hole with that but uh, <laughs> by waking up first thing in the morning and um immediately going off on a list of five things that you're grateful for that is what I do every single morning, I literally think of five things that I'm grateful for, no matter how crazy my week might have felt, or no matter how many things I've been bombarded with, I think of five things that I'm grateful for. And they could be small, they could be big, like, I'm grateful for the bed I'm in, I'm grateful for my hair and how it stayed in my head, and it didn't fall out, yeah. even though I bleached it, you know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> it's the little thing. And um, yeah. and I think that's another good good topic that it doesn't have to be big. It can be that the sky is blue or that the rain is falling. Like it can be yeah. the smallest of things. It can be, and it could yeah, it could be the scent of your candle. It could be something yeah. that just bring brought you joy. You know, who knows? You and a a friend might have had fought, and then you made up. Oh yes. my god, that's yeah. You shared. You know, it's. It's um, thinking of those emotions and then all of a sudden you're in your heart. Then you're starting your 
from in your heart. And when you're in your heart, that is gratitude is your heart, you know, and it makes you just feel the love, the love for, um, for life. So that is definitely the first thing I do every day to help. And it helps you embrace who you are because when you embrace life, you embrace experiencing it and your body is you experiencing it. So that's definitely something that helps a grand ton. Um, then what I do is I meditate for 10 minutes, meditate for 10 minutes. Yes, I do. Like I look up um, a morning meditation on YouTube and I literally picture my higher self and her like I, I do a channeled meditation for myself. Like I'll see her walking on a beach and I'll see and feel the essence of her passion and her joy and things like that, you know, and I'll read over um, my list of 125 attributes that I give to all my clients to do. So it's those attributes of I'm caring today because I did this. I'm loving because I did this. I'm smart because I did this, things like that. And they accumulate over time. So I read over them every day, you know, I drill them into my head. So like I, yeah, it's all about beating the negative thoughts before they get there. You know, you gotta beat them, you know, be there first. You know, so some people, are new to meditation and it's just something I love to mention because I feel like it can be scary and you think you're doing it wrong but you can't go wrong exactly yeah you really really can't it's by sitting and do it doing it you're setting the intention and telling God like hey I'm ready to receive positive emotions and be vibrate at a higher frequency you know yeah and if your life is feeling chaotic or you're stressed or you know things are happening it's so pivotal to stop for that moment and that will embrace who they are and that will help them with their daily routine and it will you know the gratitude the meditation it helps start your day on the right foot so your daily routines and your healthy habits are going to be so much easier when you're coming from that space rather than hitting snooze racing out of bed rushing stressing you know so how can you embrace who you are and and embrace your daily routines if you're not starting on the right foot for the day exactly exactly when you're starting with those high vibe emotions and um because when we start off with rushing all over the place you know it's starting from a point of stress and we don't want to start vibe state exactly so I said that any better that was that was perfect that is the point to the gratitude in the morning the the meditation Exactly. And also listening to affirmations will energetically shift your brain as well. So I always put my earbuds in and go for a walk and I listen to my affirmations. Uh, Sometimes I listen to my own voiceover of like, I am smart. I am focused. I am driven. I'm passionate. I deserve, um, I deserve the abundance. I, I, my work, my work is of massive compensation, you know, things like that, you know, and I listening to the affirmations, that is huge in your morning. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not listening to the negative thoughts. You're putting in there some really healthy, positive thinking and you can connect with that. Yeah. The subconscious mind, right. It's doing all the work in the background. You don't even know when you're feeding it, that, that goodness. It is, oh my, it's incredible how much power happens. And so this is where energetic healing comes in as well. When we first wake up and when we fall asleep. That's our highest energy, isn't it? When we're first getting up in the morning as as we are. And it's a chance to reset and leave all the shit behind. If we've had a shitty day the, the day before, 
we yep. go to sleep, we hit the reset button. And in the morning, I believe is, is that our our highest energy and when we're most powerful. Is that yes. right? Yeah. It is is right in the morning. So, and also what's funny is that, so our souls are ever evolving. And um, I was speaking with other energetic healers and we were all getting like this sort of channeled like message about this time at 3 a.m. So a lot of people yeah. call it like, ghost hour or something it's like no people sometimes will wake up at 3 a.m because literally um spiritually all of our humanity is evolving and 3 a.m is another immense time to manifest and think about what you want in life like if you randomly wake up at 3 a.m it's um an energetic shift that's just happening so that's going to be a new prime time to be at your highest and well, that's funny so- you say about the 3 a.m. because also when you're looking at your body, our body does its detoxing and at 3 a.m. is around about when your body's finished the detoxing process. And so <gasps> like it is, you know, I'm big on the cycles, the moon, our menstrual cycle as well and our body cycles. And so so a lot of people can wake at 3 a.m. because because their body's searching for some glucose because it's done its its physical work of detoxing um but also yeah. the energetic shift I've heard this as well at 3 a.m is the same so they all run on a cycle together right the sun and the moon and the our bodies and energetics so yeah. at 3 a.m is that time it's that time so yeah it's like your body just got done working out and it needs like glucose and protein, yeah. you know? Yeah, so a wee nutritional tip for that, if you do wake at 3 a.m. is um, a little bit of carbs and fat before you go to bed so that you've got the sustained energy. It's so interesting when you dive into all aspects, isn't it? And I love combining the physical and the spiritual realms together. Me too. That's why you and me are like soul family, honey. Yeah. Like <laughs> the mindset and the how you're treating yourself emotionally and spiritually and listening to you and your body, that is the tool and the key far beyond the exercise you're doing. Nutrition, I believe, is a massive part of the healing puzzle as well. And your body will follow once you nail the stuff and start embodying it into your life, your body composition will follow when you're doing this in a healing. It does. It completely follows. And we have the power to manifest the yes. way that our body is being. So yes. we can metabolism, we can manifest a slower metabolism, you know, we can manifest uh, dysmorphia, we can manifest healing from it. Like when uh, we were talking about the tactics for body dysmorphia, that is manifesting healing. Um, yeah. And incredible that the, how quickly we can build muscle. Like my whole life, I tend to have built muscle pretty quickly. And I, I did some readings on it and it's because of my mindset oh. being yeah, yeah, my mindset and energetically, I've intuitively been. So, what's interesting is that if we also not feeling safe in your body can also um, lead to a slower metabolism, mm-hmm. but um, also not feeling safe can lead to building muscle faster because then you're ah, ready. To- yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love this. It's probably a really good time to talk. And this is one of the things that really attracted me to you was the the ailments that we have with our body and that spirit, you know, the why, the spiritual connection. So like this yes. is a big thing I did want to talk about with you today. So that's so interesting. And I know people hold on to weight or build muscle as a protection. And that's so funny. I'm laughing because of course I love muscle mass and weight. And I'm like, I was keeping Music. myself safe all these freaking years. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's about um, like it really, it's like, whoa. It's like, wow, like such an aha moment. Like no wonder I was able to build so much more muscle like than uh, or something, you know? And it's funny, it really is. And, and what's funny is that um, with also metabolism, so if we also feel unsafe, um, sometimes it's either one or the other, either metabolism will slow if we feel unsafe or, um, we'll build muscle faster actually. So yeah, which is interesting. And we can, by telling ourselves we are safe, we can increase our metabolism, but also it is possible to energetically heal and build muscle because we are safe and just build muscle for a different reason. Instead of building muscle, feel unsafe we're building muscles so we can experience life to our full potential so that's another affirmation to tell yourself so you continue to build the muscle and increase your metabolism um, while knowing that you're safe you're just building muscle to enjoy life to the fullest potential you know you're building that strength muscle to be a stronger better resilient confident person exactly oh so well said oh my gosh I got chills when you said that because I think you're really going to touch the lives of like a strong like I'm feeling the number five like five people needed to hear that that was incredible I love Girl. it what is a reason spiritually that people hold on to weight and the other thing was bloating so these are two very common you know with clients they might be doing everything or feel like they're doing everything right the nutrition the training the consistency and they're holding on to weight so what's your um you know your in your field holding on to weight and the other thing is bloating like what can this mean spiritually of course oh my gosh such a great question bloating bloating is awful and I can't wait to help you all listening with that but first I'll talk about the the weight gain what I see a lot um over so I always ask the collective meaning the angels and everything the main thing that people tend to um gain weight about and it's the essence of feeling so feeling unsafe yes but I asked to break it down and a lot of it has to do with not feeling like you can be yourself so holding back and then at the end of the day feeling the need to put on weight to feel safe um so people can't see who you really are because you feel I feel a lot of spirits feeling like they're they've been through some sort of trauma Mm -hmm. that made them like a lot of people amongst my clients will say my gosh man my metabolism was so fast up until I was like 13 and then something happened and I they tell me their life story I do a reading on it and time and time again I see that they maybe went through being bullied at a time and then that made their metabolism slow Mm. they got their parents divorced 
all of a sudden the the weight gain happened or some sort of had a loss, you know, some sort of trauma happened that made them feel less than worthy. And it's so sad. And my heart goes out to all of clients that people going through this um, because I too was there before as well. I, I went through a, a state of being bullied and then my metabolism slowed down because I felt like I couldn't be myself because I was bullied for being myself. Yeah. So yeah, the way to cure it is, you know, obviously see a healer, but also just facing the emotions and letting yourself be your true authentic self. And waking can happen in, in like small ways. So I always tell people to go through the five or eight areas of life to see where they're not being true to their authentic self. So I'm like, is it, uh, yeah, right. Is it a, is it with your friendships? Is it with relationships, family, financial? Like we, we go down the list and we see where it is and then we go in there and then we see where they're not being their true authentic self. And then we do the work and then boom, they're like, Amanda, I'm noticing my metabolism is increasing. And I'm like, just, it almost brings a tear to my eye to see how powerful the energetic work is um, and how trauma can stay lodged in the body. Mm-hmm. And literally, as your psoas is right down here. It's mm-hmm. where you are really is um, emitting the energy and it's amazing how many reads I've done for people who've been through trauma and like I'll see like it like a dark object like lodged into there and I'm like did you go through trauma seven years ago and they'd be like oh my god yeah <laughs> and we go in and wow fix it. Yeah. yeah and I know for women we keep a lot of trauma through our pelvis and hip area isn't it yeah around that area so it just it just intrigues me so much and I think it's something you like personally I would want to work with a healer and not try and do the guesswork you know it's going to speed up the process of figuring out because you actually Mm -hmm. probably may not know what the root cause could be and to work with someone else will bring that more to the surface a lot faster wouldn't it and having that support to work through it Yes, exactly. And yes. a safe space, which you and I really do have safe spaces. And I just love that so much that there's there's more people coming out to be safe spaces for this kind of energy work yeah. um, because it's effective and it, it's being talked about more. And it's just so freeing, isn't it? That that we have this knowledge now that these, yeah. and it's families really erupting in this lifetime and yeah. we're God allowing us to shine through and uh, help others with this incredible soul work yeah so Mm -hmm. when I was 16 I read and got given the book how to heal your life from Louise Hay and so I've I've always loved metaphysics diving into you know learning how to do this stuff because it actually really freaking matters and I think women don't need to settle for feeling low feeling down, not enjoying their body, not enjoying their life. And so diving into all of this really can help them break free and have the freedom they all want. Exactly. Far beyond a number on the scales. So um, it is. So that's weight and then bloating. That's something else that can happen a lot. (laughs) Bloating. Oh my gosh. Yes. So this will definitely um resonate with a lot of people because if you ever have you ever felt like you were in an uncomfortable in an uncomfortable situation and then all of a sudden like you have bloating and you're like I have to go to the bathroom and like you know let out the air yeah yeah 
uncomfy. It really is. <laughs> and um, so the spiritual meaning behind bloating is we are letting ourselves be in a certain situation that we don't have to be in, but we're letting ourselves be in a situation where we can't be ourselves. And time and time again, I see this in my clients and it's like, whoa, it's like, wow, how this works and how much it resonates is incredible. Um, energetically we can manifest, you know, if we actually have like a rash, it means we're irritated at ourselves for something we're not doing in our life. And we can unmanifest. So how to unmanifest bloating is surrounding yourself with people who let you be completely authentic to you, to you and who support you because that's all bloating is. Bloating mm -hmm. is um, feeling like you can't own your power because it's a form of an allergy. Your body can't process whatever is going into your body. And the spiritual meaning behind allergies is denying your own power. So there's a few other questions here. Um, if you're happy to dive into these, how to stop the disordered thinking around food. I can't stop once I open a bag of chips. Um, the food pulls me from the pantry. And I love this because it comes from stories as well. So I cannot wait to hear your side of things you know and your response to this but I I know that we label mm -hmm. ourselves right like I'm a binge eater or I'm always like and we've labeled ourselves this I can't stop at the bag of chips but what if what if right. you say I can have three and then that's all and start saying that instead of I can't or the kitchen's <laughs> calling me well you're telling yourself the kitchen's calling you <laughs> you know and I used to binge on food and now I don't and I I don't even know I think I just stopped allowing that behavior and those labels I had on myself to heal from my eating disorders and binge eating and it's quite hard for me to explain to clients you know the actual process I'd done so I can't wait to hear your response with this one of course of course and um just a disclaimer, I feel you. Like, I've been there too. I feel like every person who's healed from their eating disorder, we know what it's like to be in that spot where you're caught in labeling yourself. And then when you realize how much damage that does to you, you're like, you have that aha moment. And it's like, oh my God, I've been labeling myself like this. Yeah. And this is happening. So, oh gosh, this is deep. So, when we go through life, our beliefs shape our reality. That is deep, right? Our beliefs shape our reality. So it's like a, I was listening to uh, this one healer. His name's Aaron Dowdy. He says a lot of uh, really deep esoteric ideas. And the one was a baby elephant. If you chain a baby elephant to a peg that when it's older, it can rip out of it. Um, if you chain it there forever, it'll never leave the peg because it believes it can't leave that peg. It believes I am a chained wild animal and I can't leave. I just can't. I've never left it before, so I'm not going to leave. But literally someone could just pick it up and they could go or they could just run and it'd be gone, you know? So same goes with labeling yourself. Yes. If you constantly keep something, yeah, if you constantly keep saying something to your subconscious, your subconscious is going to believe it. And then it's going to happen. If yeah. you say oh, processed carbs, then guess what? You pro the more you say it, the more you're actually not going to be able to process carbs so well. Mm -hmm. So 
right? Right. So it's about instilling those positive beliefs. And I know what you mean. Um, when I hear people get down on themselves and say, oh, I'm this, I'm that. I just want to like hold them so tight and close and say, no, stop doing this to yourself. You know, like bless yourself with your words, you know, like words have so, so much like energetically, every type of word, positive words, negative words have different vibrations. And only shower yourself with high vibe words. So for example, um, instill positive beliefs to help with disordered thinking around food. So for instance, um, by saying I can process food efficiently, I have a beautiful um, balance in my life and I have beautiful self-control. That's something that you can say to yourself and then immediately think of a memory. I don't care how long ago it was. Think of a memory when you were able to just enjoy a piece of cake at the end of a dinner and feel satisfied and not feel like you wanted more. So that's telling like yeah right like so you know it's possible exactly you know it's possible and you're again suffocating that old neural pathway and you're feeding the positive neural pathway You're, you're energetically making a huge energetic healing shift and it is just it is just incredible and it might be hard for some people to start off going from saying I'm a binge eater, just now saying I have self-control. I let myself have balance in my life. I, I am allowed to, my body can process a small bowl of chips or my body can process a piece of cake. My, you know, it might be hard and my heart goes out to people making a transition because you and me have been there, you know, it, yeah. it's weird. Uh, all then- of a sudden, but if, if that happens it's incredible it's about yeah. showering the aspiration changing that inner dialogue and it's so important that people connect with it and there's lots of strategies you can use with binge eating or emotional eating there are strategies and I think clients or the audience and people listening need to find what actually is going to work for them but if you start with again with all of these areas it's changing acknowledging that thought that comes up and rewiring it what in this moment can you say instead and take your power back from that inner dialogue that you used to have take your power back and go actually and if you if you want to like I say to some clients wait um wait walk away and have a drink of water and then see how you feel and by then normally you probably don't need you know you're not going to to binge or to emotional eat And if that works, then do that. But I think you do have to acknowledge what you're saying to yourself and that inner dialogue and learn to really rewire it. Exactly. See what you're saying? Learn how to rewire it into a positive mindset. Exactly exactly learning how to catch yourself so um and learning what's going on when you feel like you want to binge eat and uh I'm so glad we're talking about binge eating disorder because it's something that definitely should be talked about more because a lot of people they they get shy about it and embarrassed and I'm glad that we're the safe you know and um sometimes we don't even know what we're thinking in a moment of emotional eating you know so I love what you said about taking a moment pausing Mm -hmm. taking a water reevaluating I love that so much and uh, what helps is breath work 
where some intuitive healing happens. So breath work. So taking a five count inhale with a two count hold and then a six count exhale and then a six count inhale, two count hold and then a seven count exhale. That definitely helps. And then all of a sudden seeing, asking God to see your higher self picture higher self giving you a huge hug and then opening your eyes whenever you're ready going out in nature grounding yourself and then picture yourself being connected to gold and pink light so you're grounding yourself in earth energy and you're connecting yourself to god's love and god's energy picture the gold light filling you up from head to toe picture the pink light filling you up from toe to head and then you will really notice a huge difference like that's an energetic standpoint to look at it from as well mixed with psychological it's 17 seconds if you can shift that thought onto a better focused thought for 17 seconds then you will hold on to the new thought train so taking yourself away and doing that breath imagining the light and it's going to completely change where you're at vibrationally and mentally and it's a whole reset and you can just move on with the day and and looking at days like that in segments, you don't have to give in to the labels you're already using. You are in charge and you get to choose the actions you take. Exactly. You are in charge and it is the reset. I love that 17 second thing you talked Jeez. about. That is so true. I love how into you and me are into the esoteric side of things and the metaphysical because that yeah. is energy. Work. And it yeah. is, I'm just that we're integrating it into body image and that is what I do I, I just love integrating it all and so powerful so powerful yeah, it really to- is and it, because we've been there before I think we understand the you know the physical and the in your head side of it like it's hard to break free of free of that and sometimes thinking oh taking 17 seconds and imagining golden pink light but for some that feels so hard but it takes us takes a second to go and do that like and you can stand there and eat the bag of chips and say I can't stop eating the bag of chips and you can feel guilty and you can feel shame and you can feel like you're not evolving and growing or you can choose to stop and go hang on a moment I get to choose what action I take here am I going to go down that road or am I going to you know go down this road and and see where that takes me and have no guilt and shame and, and bring raise that vibration and the thought pattern and this is how the healing happens and you're getting out of your head exactly you're getting out of that moment exactly by every moment is a new moment like every every like right now new moment oh that moment's gone new moment we have segments all day long and we we can um like we can sit in that segment and let that crappy moment last all day or we can go okay works through that segment and we're in a new segment what are we doing with this and it can be you know just a couple of minutes apart exactly it's incredible and and uh with binge eating disorder it can feel hard and like I get it like when um it's it's easy to stay in that moment of feeling guilt and shame but in knowing that life is ever evolving and moments are changing and you have a new moment a new restart literally every single split second it's helpful to get you to snap you out of the binge eating moment. Yeah. And it's just so healing. And this is the work that needs to be done. So it's, it's really important to acknowledge that if you are a binge eater or you are going through body dysmorphia or body image, you know, these are the changes that need to be made. 
how do we make these changes and keep realigning knowing we don't mean the number on the scale and that we aren't who we were yesterday and how do we align like it's alignment right so how do we feel that shift in alignment and because we're uncomfortable now because we're not sitting in that comfort zone of the crappiness you know and we're getting uncomfortable when we're healing and you do feel like a different person and that can feel uncomfortable like you don't know who you are you don't know what to believe you feel really shaken up so how do we sink into that alignment as we grow and evolve and heal exactly like how to embody the new you and how to know that you deserve to feel good and stay in this space um that is so so powerful um so with that it's about because I get it like sometimes in my healing process I would feel so high vibe and then I feel scared of you know going back to old self you know um but the way to stay in the new aligned the new you um is basically having fun with the new you you know having fun with her that's or he that's what I always say and it's about having serious like long lasting fun because I know old old self might have done um old habits of feeling like I have to lose x amount of weight to do this you know new you you are now spiritually awakened you know you are more than your body you know that your body follows suit to your mind and your spirit and she's growing and she's evolving so you do those things that you said you were going to do and you lose x amount of weight because you don't need to lose x amount of weight now to do those things so that goes with having fun with the new you going for the things that you said you were going to do with those old rules and just doing it now because you 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 know and it's just it's so powerful and just um of remembering that old self wanted to just keep um changing their appearance to uh get validation or whatever but that was just a temporary high mm. knowing that old you lived off of temporary highs now knowing that new you is living off of long lasting highs getting involved in your passion you said you were going to do and doing it um because that is a long lasting high um yes yes and just having fun being in the long lasting highs and just basically just being free and finally doing the things that you said you were going to let yourself do like play with things have fun with things like try new clothes and do things that are childlike and bring that fun and just just be okay and give yourself permission just to be in that new person and because I tell you what it feels a hell of a lot better than being in that obsessed strict negative sick mind you know like it feels better doesn't it have fun and feel free and live like that so so although that old self might want to come in sometimes we're anchoring anchoring into the feel good the confidence the in charge the fun the playful because it feels better it feels so much better and you can get addicted to that beautiful natural and it's about just sticking with it um and that's what you there for too if you ever feel like you're having trouble sticking with it and knowing your worth that you're worth that you are worthy of having fun and feeling good then yeah. get a heal 
you with that, you know, or surround yourself with people that are positive about your journey. And, um, I can't get over what you said about living a life on purpose and passions and how fun it is. And when you're in your purpose, it's like, so energy is never created nor destroyed. So the energy that old self was putting into obsessing over the body and what he or she looks like, um, old self took that energy and put it there. But now we're taking that energy and transforming it into being focused on purpose and thriving on purpose. Once it's there, once that enter all that energy that you use for negativity is now in positive energy, it ain't going to move. You know, when you're on purpose, yeah. there's just out it you know yeah and also beyond the body and once we've done this work on us you watch the rest of your life unfold and get unfold the relationships are amazing the conversations amazing you become more abundant financially you have opportunities you never thought you were going to have like it does when you're literally in a state of alignment everything aligns everything falls place and it's just such a beautiful healing process that I'm sure you can relate to seeing your clients just grow and blossom like this amazing. and it's amazing right mm-hmm. it's it's incredible it really is so, so that, that was the last of the questions is there anything else you want to add and of course please tell us where we can find you and what have you got happening at the moment like if anyone wants to work with you I know you've got an awesome masterclass coming up and what else is yeah. what else is happening for you and of course I'll be putting these for people in the show notes as well to be able to come and find you but where can we find you is there anything else you want to add and please tell us about your masterclass absolutely oh my gosh of course so first I'll tell y'all where to find me so um on TikTok I'm a Renee intuitive healing and same with on Instagram I am a Renee intuitive healing I stuck to the same name so that I'm easy to find and um on YouTube Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, on YouTube, um, you can find my YouTube through my Instagram. So I have a direct link right there. I'm Amanda Renee on YouTube. There's so many Amanda Renee's. So I have the direct, yes, I have the direct link from Instagram to my YouTube and, um, my masterclass. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for mentioning that. I, it is exciting. It's energetic body healing. So Basically, it's about the the metaphysical work that you and me spoke about. It is about how higher self literally loves us so much that he or she will manifest different physical ailments in our body when we're out of alignment or even in alignment. So you'll manifest healing when you're in alignment. And if you're out of alignment, your um, body will tell you, higher self will tell you through your body. And it is how, it, it shows how divine we really are. So I go through a list of about 50 physical ailments in my workshop. And then I give you the spiritual meaning behind it. It's so exciting. I know. And then we choose a physical ailment to go in and heal from and see what caused it. What was the root cause? I use my intuitive ability to help people pinpoint what was the root cause. Like I love to have some people come to me about like eczema or skin disorders or everything under the sun, you know, and I, I help them go back and intuitively see what was it that caused what's going on. And time and time again, um, a lot of people go, come here with so much success and I'm so excited to run this workshop. It's happening in August. So, uh, yeah. well, now is August, but it's happening next week. I extended enrollment for another week because I felt so cold. 
Yeah, so it's a workshop where they're going to learn, but they're also going to have some healing and be able to work through what's going on with them and have some coaching around that. And that sounds so good. Oh, thank you so much because this work is definitely, I just want to make it so like intuitive, energetic work. I just want to make it so available to the Mm. world and um, with body work and eating disorders and body image, like this work can help you heal your body image as well. And, or not can, it will. And um, that's my calling. My calling is to be a healer and to help people heal body image through energetic healing. So it's amazing because I really feel like it's so needed, you know, for people to be able to, to move on with any, you know, it's really needed. Thank you so much. I feel that way too. I, I feel so bad for like past generations that people had to like hide these emotions. If they felt gifted, they couldn't really express it. Or if they felt like they were struggling with an eating disorder, there wasn't the internet to help people, you know, and that brings me to the next thing I have, which is my Thursday night drop-in class. So it's like an intervention every Thursday night dealing with eating disorders, body dysmorphia, needing to see their higher self. That's where I offer the higher self meditation. And we do a full detox um, of letting out negative emotions, but acknowledging them, then becoming grateful for going through what they're going through and then shifting their mindset. So it's really great. I made it a safe place for you to go to. If like you've just been Jay, you feel gross, you need a place to go to, it's there. So that can be found website as well I was about to ask where where does that happen and how does that go down so again that's interactive you literally will go through the healing the meditation um and so on your website that's thank you um it is a renee intuitive healing dot wordpress.com easy peasy so cool and that's every thursday thursday us us time as well and do they need to register for either the the drop-in or the workshop do people need to register for that and yes so enrollment is uh so enrollment is is on the link in my instagram for the energetic body healing workshop so i made it easy in my bio right there so you can click it and enroll right through there through the portal and um for the thursday night drop-in class that can be found on my website as well um under thursday night drop-in class then you just scroll down to enroll here and um there it is right there so you can enroll right there reserve your spot awesome and those classes how long uh, with the thursday night drop-in do you have a like is it a time frame you have with that or you just let it roll and unfold so I have a time frame, but I also let it roll in a roll. Yeah. So it's one, yeah, it's one hour, but I always go over an hour because I let everyone's voice be heard. That's what makes my workshops different is that at the end, they get a little messy because I let it unravel and I let people talk and I just, by messy, I mean, I don't cut anyone's opinion off, even if yeah. it's the end yet, you know, I, I let everyone voice is heard so and I did that because when I struggled with my eating disorder I had trouble owning my voice and I just want people to have a safe space to own their voice and know that their opinion matters so because it's confronting how amazing so easy to work with you and um I just thank you so much for coming on here we've gone through so much so many topics and it will be transformational for everybody that's listened and so many easy tangible tips that they can take away so I appreciate you coming on here and I can't wait to continue to collaborate with you and 
talk to you and watch your um, your social media. I love yeah, you. Thanks for being here. Of course. And I'm so honored to be on your podcast. Like you are such a bright essence of a human being. And I just, your soul radiates so much like, like nourishment, you're a nurturer. And I can tell I, your clients are so blessed to, um, to be coached by you. They really are. Thank you so much. I do take, I just love, love what I do like you, you know, I love, and I feel like that's what I'm here for. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And um, one final thing I wanted to mention is my mentorship. If people need to be mentored energetically and they want to know um, what physical ailment is happening right now and uh, what is uh, the cause of a physical ailment, I do mentorships as well. And I help people build out their sole purpose and help them with that. So that's another thing as well. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I think people, like a lot of people, I love one-on-one stuff. So that will really help, um, you know, unfold things a lot faster and bring people to alignment. So we've got your masterclass, we've got a drop-in and mentorship as well. But if everybody can go and find you, follow you, and and I'm sure it's really easy to connect that way. But the masterclass next week sounds like something that get in there and register because that's yeah. really soon. Absolutely. It's so soon. And I am so excited. Like the sounds shifts, amazing. they're incredible. They're incredible. A lot of tears, a lot of smiles. Like it's very emotional. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But it's transformational, right? So it brings up all sorts. It really is. It really is. 100%. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Amanda. I will chat to you soon, but I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you too. And many blessings, many blessings and namaste. Namaste.